at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. So starting with a really good news story, and of course this year has been a hugely challenging year for tourism, domestic tourism, international tourism, and yet the coffee bean roots, in spite of the COVID-19 pandemic, is celebrating 15 years in the industry, and this year they've won two awards, the first being Best Urban Tour Operator in Africa, and we're going to find out a whole bunch more about that. On the line with us is old colleague and friend, Ian Harris, CEO of the Coffee Beans Route. Hello, Ian. Wonderful to hear your voice. Hey, Michelle. Great to hear from you, too. Thank you. So tell us, have you had your first cup of joe this morning? Not yet. Not yet. Are you live? Indosh, our producer, convinced you've already had a cup. I actually gave it up for a year. I've just started re-drinking and I'm taking it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. So, okay, what, first of all, for our listeners, is the coffee beans roots? Because when we first spoke about it, someone was like, oh, no, we're already doing a story on coffee. That's like another. Uh, so tell us about that. Kind of like apple doesn't do um, fruit. Yeah, exactly. Coffee Beans Roots is a specialist travel company. So we offer cultural and creative travel experiences in different African cities. And it's called Coffee Beans because coffee is something that comes from the continent. It's something that everybody engages with, shares, enjoys together. It's like a common thread. Yep. And, and so it's kind of like Coffee Beans is a way to find a kind of a commonality between people at uh, yeah, a way of, of sharing stories. So you guys have been going for, it's unbelievable to actually think about this. When you first started 15 years ago, you were creating these cultural routes throughout mm. Cape Town. Now you like, you've moved towards places in Nairobi. You've gone much, much further. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it was from the beginning. The idea was that we should be able to create travel experiences around stories wherever those stories are. And our interest was African cities, because generally African cities are used as the launch pad to get to a safari experience. Yeah. They're, not, they're not tourism destinations in their own right. And that has yeah. been changing slowly but surely. But it's still very much the, and especially with COVID-19, it's still very much the, the status quo is that you, you hop into a city and then you hop out as a link to where you're going to have a wildlife experience. And these cities are obviously, I mean, you know, what's happening in Nairobi, what's happening in Kigali, what's happening in Joburg, these are, these are things that are shaping the rest of the world. And it seems crazy that they're not embedded as travel experiences and destinations in their own right. So that's, that for us has been the focus. And so it's, it's really about, you know, whatever city we, we start to operate in is really just as a, as a, as a canvas to, to unlock stories for the, for the tourism sector. Ian, you, you do a variety of tours, and there's the half-day music and creativity tours. There's the 14-day-long specialist programs. I've had the opportunity many years ago, and I'm sure it's shifted and changed, to go on one of your uh, evening tours where we went to a bunch of musicians. It was in, in, the Cape, in Cape Town and ate in people's homes. It was, it was an extraordinary experience. Just describe some of those creative and cultural experiences that people can share if they go on a tour with you. Well, what we're best known for is the Jazz Safari, which is an evening experience that takes people into the home of different jazz musicians. And so we have dinner in the first part of the evening in the home of a musician cooked by the musician's family, shared with the musician and family, and then a concert in the lounge, and then we go to the home of the second musician for another concert. Right, so it's yeah. really simple. You know, it's just getting into 
the spaces of of really interesting people, people with great stories, whether they are musicians or artists or thought leaders or poets or cooks or it doesn't matter, you know, pool cleaners. Yeah. As long as they've got great stories, that's what is interesting for us. So it's really, it's really about the story. It's really about getting into people's intimate spaces. So that could be like a, a jazz safari, an evening experience, four or five hours, all the way through to running long-form programs. An example that I like to share is we put together a program for Rutgers University for their business school, yeah. looking at quantum economics. So how, how is economics being done differently in a Southern African context where we're working from the ground up rather than from the top down and yeah. looking particularly at the role of women in collective investment schemes and stock fails and those kinds of things. And that was a 14-day program where they did a little safari, but mainly we're meeting people who are engaged in changing the economic status of the most marginalized in the country. So it's, you know, it's immersive. It's quite deep stuff on the one hand, and on the other hand, it's quite light and it's entertaining, but it's still engaging. And I think that's the crux of it, is that we create an opportunity for people to engage with people in the city that they wouldn't have if we weren't there. So let's look at it. Even though you're in lockdown, or we're in lockdown of sorts, over the last year, you've won two awards, Silver in the category Benefiting Local People and Best Urban Tour Operator Africa, and that's for the Africa Responsible Tourism Awards. Briefly talk us through that. Yeah, we won three awards. I, I can't get my head around it, actually. We haven't <laughs> operated since March, um, and yet we've won three awards. On the one hand, I think it says something about the awards, so I'm a little bit suspicious of awards on the one yeah. hand. Um, and yet, it's like, I think, uh, you know, the, it's we're being awarded for the work that we did up until March this year, basically, because yeah. these awards take a long time for the judging process to take place. So I think it's, you know, it's it's... It's, nice, it's, it's been wonderful to receive these awards in the context of something that's really wiped tourism out. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's, it's for what we've done, you know, up until this point. So up until when we turned 15 in September this year. So we, you know, 14 years of work. Um, and this year we mark it with three awards. The last time we got awards was 2015. So five years ago, we got two awards celebrating our 10th anniversary. Now it's three awards. So maybe when we celebrate our t- 20th anniversary, we'll get 16 awards. I don't know. So what's the third one? It, I've, got, I've got Best Urban Tour Operator Africa, which is amazing. And that, I'm assuming, includes Kigali and Nairobi as well. And then I've got Benefiting Local People. What's the third one? Let me have a look. We won silver in the African Responsible Tourism Awards earlier this year. That that one in particular I love because that was our peers mm. and colleagues in the industry who who um, conferred that on us. And then uh, Lux Life Magazine's Best Urban oh, Tour Operator. Right. And then just the other day, it was the Lux Life, sorry, the MEA Markets African Excellence Awards. Wow. We won the South Africa Cultural Travel Specialist of the Year. Very um, briefly, Ian, uh, yeah. we do have to go to a break, so I'm going to ask you very sure. briefly, just talk to us about how you handle all the COVID protocols as you move forward. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same as we would at our own homes, right? It's just a, it's a temperature screening when our guests arrive and it's checking for the symptoms, regular symptoms for COVID, and then it's just sanitizing at every, every touch point. So in the vehicles, vehicles are obviously all cleaned throughout the day and uh, pressure cleaned a couple of times a day between service. And then in people's homes, all the touch points and sanitizing and temperature screening. Yeah, exactly as we would, you know, normal, the normal protocol that we've become used to all the time. Yeah. Um, and then it's just, you know, things around food, especially we have to be particularly cautious. So even when guests are not present, it's making sure that kitchens are properly sanitized. Yeah. Ian, I want to wish you the very best. I think uh, we are moving into uh, the holidays and certainly looking at domestic tourism and traveling around the country in all sorts of ways. And I hope that people do take advantage of you at such a time because you do excellent, 
excellent work telling the stories of our country and our people and also demonstrating the wonderfully diverse spaces that we have in this country as well. So congratulations. Thank you, Michelle. Ian Harris, he's the CEO of the Coffee Beans Roots. And if you want to look it up, just look up coffeebeansroots.com, C-O-F-F-E-E, beansroots.com, and check it out. See the different storylines and narratives that you can get involved with, music and creativity tours, specialist tours, really a wonderful, wonderful way to get to know your country and certainly other countries as well.